Hello, missionaries. Welcome to Mission Moments, where we take a moment to prepare for our mission. The Mission Moments podcast is sponsored by Mission Youth, a community of missionary disciples who come together to equip ourselves to go out and spread Christ's love in the world as apostles of the new evangelization. Every Catholic is called to be a missionary, and we're here to help everyday Catholics like yourself learn to be one. We're going to share missionary experiences, form skills, and give tips and best practices for your missions. And we have a special guest here today with us. His name is Father Jarek Sherber. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> My name is Father Adam. Um, if you've been with us a few times and heard these podcasts, then you've heard all of that many times, right? But uh, you haven't heard Father Jarek before. So um, I haven't heard myself either. <laughs> <laughs> Father Jarek is actually a member of my own community up here in Canada. We both live in Oakville, Ontario, in the Diocese of Hamilton, which is right next to Toronto, Ontario. For all of you who are from the States, you'll be happy to know that Father Jarek is from Minnesota. Yes. Pretty cold up there in Minnesota. It's farther north than the entire greater Toronto area. <laughs> yeah just a little bit yeah yeah so amazing well uh, we're here to continue this this series that we've been doing on our missionary style um if you haven't checked out those other podcasts then rewind a little bit and give a listen to some of them you know we talked about how uh missions are mission youth is a part of regnum christi a uh, movement a family in the church we talked about missionary joy um father adam said he wanted to do that one but i guess he didn't get to <laughs> Well, Adam's a good example of missionary joy. You see his new uh, his new music video. Oh yes, the new music video. Or was that? That's not a spoiler, is it? Oh, it's not a spoiler. Okay. No, no, no. Go for it. Yeah, go check out the music video. Hamilton Mission Youth on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good example of missionary joy, even though I wasn't a part of that podcast. But um, yeah, music is a big way to spread joy. Uh-huh. Right? Today we're here to talk to you about service in the church. How mission youth serves the local church and the church as a whole and how a huge part of our mission and what we strive to do is to serve the church to build up the church as a whole and the community and the body of christ and uh our local our local parishes our local pastors our local communities and those around the world yeah i think at a deep on a deep existential level i guess you could say the church is missionary because we have that missionary mandate, right? At the end of St. Matthew's gospel, the go, that go, that go that you hear at the end of every mass, go forth, is part of what it means to be Catholic. And that's part of what the church is. So we participate in the mission of the church every time we go on missions. Um, that's kind of like on a deep level. And then there's like insertion into the local church is also part of, of how we do things. And wherever we can build up the church, we're building up the body of Christ, right? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like a mind blowing statement. You know, the church is missionary. So how can you even talk about, you know, any distinction between missions and building up the church? Missions is kind of like giving the church an outlet to be what it is. It's like missions outside of the church. Don't make sense. Right. Although I think missions are always kind of outside of the church in a way. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny because uh, Pope Francis talks about he wants a church that is going forth. It's going out that as its doors open and where people are going out of the churches, the actual physical churches mm-hmm. out into the streets and uh, making a mess and making a mess, creating havoc. <laughs> <laughs> that was what that was my experience when we would go to Rome, because I think that's where. Um, so I think the 
the monthly street missions in Rome started about a month before I got there for theology. So you're probably there at the beginning of those street missions. Yeah. The wasn't it the canonization of John Paul II? Yes. Like John twenty third kind of kicked it off, and around there was the World Youth Day of the Pope in Brazil when he told the youth, the young people, to make noise and go out in the street. And it's better to make mistakes, right, than to stay inside the church and get stuffy and fall asleep and mm. be safe, but make no mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Do no do no good, or rather. Um, safe. We're not making any errors, but we're also not evangelizing anybody. And so then uh, we'd hit the streets, and there's a whole. There's like it was kind of like chaos going on because you had brothers everywhere, a couple of priests inside hearing confessions. We had brothers holding the cross, getting prayer intentions in many different languages because you never knew who was going to be walking by. You had brothers singing mm. songs. You, John Klein, others uh, playing sports on the streets. Yeah, sfida il prete, challenge the priest. Uh, looked foot <laughs> foot tennis or whatever. Sometimes you kick it into the uh, gelato. Uh, there's a gelato store place on one side that also sold some pizza. And then the, uh, what is it? Um, bacala something, some fish place on the other side. <laughs> I could accidentally kick the ball in there and get mad. But. So if you don't know what Father Jarek's talking about, we had we would do street missions in Rome where it was it was like we would invite people to come into the church and pray, right? That was, that was the main mission and, and talk to them about their faith on the streets too. But one of the gimmicks we had for stopping people on the street was that they would play soccer right there, but like soccer tennis. I don't know if you've seen that, where it's like a little miniature tennis court with a net in the middle, mm-hmm. and you have two people on either side playing against each other, and they've got to kick a soccer ball over to the other side, right? And yeah. it's allowed to bounce once. Anyways, the ones who were really good at soccer would just thrive at this, and it would attract like lines. All of, of the people. Italians would line up. To oh, them. yeah, they were lining up. It was such a great... And the, the city was packed with people at that time, yeah. so... So that was pretty cool. Good memories. Really good memories. So yeah, there is that. So the bringing the church out of the church building is yes. what missions do, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And, and it fulfills, yeah, it fulfills community. part of what the church is essentially, which is missionary. So then how do the our local missions build up the church? How do our local missions build up the church? Here in Hamilton, you've been... Uh, building up a relationship with uh, Father Dave there at the Portuguese parish, St. Mary's. Um, yeah. In Hamilton, where you've been uh, staging most of our havoc. <laughs> <laughs> we make a lot of noise. We make a lot of noise in Hamilton. Uh-huh. It's a pretty pretty cool place. Um, I think there's probably a lot of cities where the downtown area is kind of full of churches, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Canada, this happens a lot where there's like two churches actually back to back of different denominations mm-hmm. or side by side on you know kitty corner on street corners and like every other block there's another church of some kind mm-hmm. you know uh and even catholic churches are a few blocks away from each other if they're cultural if they're like uh, cultural yeah. churches yeah like hamilton we're at the portuguese parish the traditionally portuguese parish and then a few blocks down the road is saint patrick's another few blocks down the different direction is the italian parish three you italian know? parishes or whatever yeah yeah so um so yeah, we've been involved there for a little while. And um, I don't know, Father Jarek, why don't you like share when, you know, how we got that started up and uh, the the like encounters that you had that led up to that. So I think when I left Rome, I always had in my heart to start some sort of mission here, but didn't really know how to do that. And then at a gathering at the cathedral uh, for religious, we met uh, some young religious nuns. Sisters from Brazil, they're all like in their 20s or early 30s. 
And uh, so we started talking to them and then I got to know them. Uh, like a couple months later, I met it, ran, ran, ran into somebody else who had their phone number. So I was able to get in contact with them months, months later because something kind of told me we got to work with these people. They'll help us get going. What's, so the, what's it called? What's the community called? The uh, Sisters Poor of Jesus Christ or the Fraternity Poor of Jesus Christ. So they're sisters and brothers. Uh, started in Brazil, all big in Paraguay. There's a couple houses in the States uh, and one here in Canada. In Canada, there's no brothers. Uh, they just have um, a couple, three or four religious sisters. Right now, there's two because their community members are changing. But they live like they, they, uh, they're inspired in Franciscan spirituality. So they live poverty in a very pretty literal way. Um, and, and their mission is to the homeless. Don't they like sleep on the floor and stuff instead of having beds? That's what I heard. Wow. Man. <laughs> like, man, I couldn't do that. But, uh, so their ministry is to the homeless. Uh, a couple days a week, they'll have at different food pantries or whatever, but then they have their own, um, ministry moments where they just go out to the street and with some sandwiches and like one Thursday a month, a certain restaurant will just give them chicken sandwiches. Another restaurant will give them something else, a different weekend. And they'll hand them out and try to talk to these people. And the idea is that they'll they talk with them and pray with them. And, and the sisters are they're like super courageous and just go out there and they have a couple of young people with them. So I joined them a couple of times and then I got some uh, of our Rigan Christie young adults to join them another time. So I kind of, got a connection going and then and then father adam showed up (laughs) and uh and then you've had a lot of missionary experiences and leading them and stuff so uh so it's kind of maybe that was like a a doorway and now we have mission youth here running monthly missions uh like kind of hand in hand with the sisters yeah yeah it's been a great way to to build communion and uh i just got to this community last year and um the community of legionaries in this locality is really focused on communion, <laughs> right? Probably mostly thankful thanks to Father Louis. Father Louis, the, Father Louis. the communion king. The, <laughs> so what a great spirituality of wanting to, to build communion and uh, establish relationships where there is unity and charity, like uh, amongst the different communities, you know? I don't know if you've ever been in one of those places where like you, you run into different uh, religious realities from different Catholic communities that kind of seem to be like vying with each other for membership or uh, apostolate or spaces, you know, which is actually kind of sad, but it's a reality, you know, and it's part of the church being human and stuff. So it was really beautiful to see that, that sense of kind of the opposite of that, of wanting to work together. Right. Um, and it, it's at the point where there's such a good relationship between us and and the sisters that, you know, uh, at our July mission this summer, I called them up and said, hey, we've got some young adults coming from Toronto for for missions this weekend. Can they like crash at your house? You know, so the sisters <laughs> led all of the young women coming from this group from Toronto to to crash at their house in Hamilton for the for the missions that weekend. And it ended up being a really blessed uh, experience. We, we went out with the sisters for their outreach in the evening and then. Uh, and then in the morning went out and did our own outreach because the sisters were doing something else. But just a, a great example of like the kind of joy and and enthusiasm that that builds when you have the different realities in the church working together. Yeah, and even just learning from them uh, uh, the way that they do their their missions a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. That idea of like talking and praying with them. Or I don't know, like 
it enriches my own way of of doing missions and i don't say i do it really well but uh, i think that mission youth is enriched too when it, it's working with others we had uh the one time some protestant guy stopped us in his car and he's like oh i i do a bunch of youth ministry maybe we could uh do something together one time i don't think it hasn't happened yet but things yeah. like that yeah yeah people see something something good happen or something missionary happening and they they want to to teamwork you know they want to build the teamwork uh it kind of reminds me of like i went to haiti many years ago when mission youth used to do missions to haiti and our, our work with the missionaries of charity there mm. uh the way that we collaborate with them in in many places um it's a great way of building communion in the church mm-hmm. yeah and then there's then there's you know we kind of touched on this a little bit but our relationship with the parish uh mm-hmm. we had kind of a fun experience at one one weekend where if you'll let me share another anecdote oh, sure, yeah okay um where uh father dave had a, a special event going on at his parish that weekend the weekend that we had arranged to do missions and um he would usually let me celebrate the mass in the evening on the day of our missions uh-huh. right so that i can kind of preach to the missionaries and it's a, it's one of those parishes where you know attendance has been struggling over the past couple of years you know like many places so like when all the missionaries come like 25 young people sometimes it makes up like half of the congregation right <laughs> so so that's a pretty you know pretty big addition to the to the group but this weekend there were lots of people there because the bishop was there to celebrate mm-hmm. a farewell mass for this community of sisters that was was leaving the diocese, right? Mm-hmm. Not the ones so, we were talking about before. No, a different community of sisters, yeah. Uh, and uh, so the bishop, the bishop got there, and there's this huge group of youth there, you know. And I think afterwards, uh, afterwards, the bishop turned to turned to Father Dave, and he was like, "Wow, you've got a really active youth ministry here at the parish." <laughs> you know? And Father Dave was just beaming, you know. Um, so so it's really really exciting that uh, you know we could. We can be building up his community in that way. And then even even like inspiring the bishop in a way, you know, with, mm-hmm. with the enthusiasm of mm-hmm. youth. Um, you know, I think many parishes would be dying to have 25 young people in some way involved in their in their church, you know. Uh, so what a great what a great service to be able to. Well, I think even even how you are incorporating uh, the missions into the parish life. Cause you go to the Saturday evening mass, you bring all your kids there and you're normally the one to do that mass. And so it's giving life to the parish, but also the kids are seeing uh, what we do as involvement in the local church, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. I've also, what, since Father Adam, since you've been here and we've had these monthly missions going, <clears throat> by the way, we just finished 12 months of monthly missions. So it's been a year. Yeah. Uh, so it's exciting for me because I kind of like been wanting that and wanting that, but I couldn't get it going. And now it's going. And, uh, but it's resonates so much with young people, with high school, with young adults. Um, so people who I, I wouldn't like, I'm not able to invite them to come to a young adult retreat or even to a high school retreat, but they'll come to missions. It's like a, it's an easy access point or an open door. Like they don't actually even have to be Catholic to come to the missions. They could be seeking, they could be whatever, they could um they could be Catholic but different right. Uh and, mm-hmm. and come in and and <laughs> and I don't know, I suppose that's everybody has a certain sensitivity to the poor. Uh and everybody wants to kind of do something in that regard. So it's an easy selling point, and you get them, and then they have this experience of Christ and experience of communion too, and community with the other missionaries that feeds them. Uh and it's almost like a a, a full retreat like you, you can get the same grace as you do 
as at a retreat because when you serve the poor, you're serving Christ. And that's a cool, you know, and then from there you can invite somebody to something else or invite them to more involvement in the church or to come on a retreat or whatever. But missions seems to be a selling point that nobody really has a good excuse to say no. To. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm just thinking like, there's probably some people out there listening who, uh, maybe aren't at a place where there's a mission youth chapter, um, or where any mm. missions are happening like this, uh, or where, you know, that your parish could use a boost, right? Um, like there's like, there's nothing, nothing going on for youth at your parish. Mm-hmm. There's probably, probably tons of parishes like that out there in the world, you know? Um, and this could be something that, that you look into, you know, and that you want to give it a shot or, or show, you know, show the website or show the materials to your parish priest and say, Hey, do you want to, do you want to open this up? I know that, uh, recently mission youth had its first mission chapter based out of a parish open up. Oh, did you hear that? No. Cool. Now you've heard it. Oh my God. Where? <laughs> Tell me about this. I think it's near, near Philadelphia. Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so kind of probably, uh, offshoot oh, of the right. awesome missions yeah, okay. going on in Philly. Um, but, uh, but that's, yeah, it's, it's totally something that, that it's kind of, um, an easy door to getting involved and, uh, coming closer to your faith wherever you're at. And, and even, um, like even if it's not mission youth per se, organizing. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking last last year, last Advent we had the somebody organized a shoebox mission, mm-hmm. right? And it was it's kind of parish based, involving a couple of people, but it was more or less parish based, I think. Um, and that got a lot of people involved. And it was not only so the idea is that you everybody donates or a family will donate a shoebox for a boy or a girl or a man or a woman, and you kind of mark it. Okay, this is for Mm-hmm. These are items for a homeless man. These are items for a homeless woman or whatever. But then you also join the group in going to the city to hand these boxes out. Uh, and that had a big that like uh, resonance with lots of people. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a doorway also into... Uh, it could be a way of... Maybe you don't want to... You can't get mission use started, but you can go to your pastor and say, hey, can I organize this? Yes, yes. Uh, and nobody has a problem. It's like It seems like nobody has a problem with service to the poor. Why would you? I don't know. <laughs> like pastors, I, I don't know. A pastor could be nervous about something else, like another program that you want to start it. But normally they're not nervous if you're going to go help the poor. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind it's of kinda cool. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some places where you run into like uh, difficulty with, with evangelizing because people don't want to, I don't know. Maybe that's just a Canadian thing. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle that some Catholics have with, with, I mean, maybe it's just a bit of the fear too of, of going out and stepping on someone else's toes or mm-hmm. being a little bit inf- offensive. You know, now Mission Youth does a lot of evangelizing too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very intentional about that, and we're intentional about it even here in Canada, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But um, but yeah, like you say, I mean, service to the poor is is a beautiful door to opening your heart to Christ. I mean, I always say that. Uh, Emissions like, you know, sometimes cause conversions. Be, I think it's because as soon as you start giving of yourself, it actually opens your heart uh-huh. in a way that, you know, sometimes preaching fails to do or uh, talking to someone fails to do. Like if, if you begin giving to someone who's in need, then somehow it opens the door to the Holy Spirit, to God working in your life. 
And then that, that gives the testimony of a church that looks to the poor. That's kind of like one of the few things Jesus was really clear about, that he identifies himself with the poor. Whatever you do to the least, you do to me. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of really clear things, and that's mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. And uh, when a church is concerned with the poor, uh, that's a good witness. I remember one time in Rome, we were, uh, Chris, we, we brought some uh, those uh, bis- biscotti dell'infanza or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> government issued our cookies that we had, like little whatever graham cookies that we had at our uh-huh, seminary. Uh-huh. And then uh, brother Chris, now Father Christopher Granati made some apple cider. And uh, we went out to the homeless people around St. Peter's Square. Oh, nice. And the different uh, the places remember, that they, yeah. they are. Yeah. And we sang Christmas songs. And uh, there these two old Italian ladies came up behind us, kind of watching, wondering what's going on. And um, uh, they said, who are you? They said, we're, we're the, the Legionaries of Christ. We're singing some songs here. And they said, oh, the Legionaries of Christ. We know your story. But seeing this changes everything. So, nice. like, not just, but the, the witness of a church that goes out to the poor. Uh, um, softens hearts. Yeah, and puts us, like, back on track and, uh, you know, for whatever. So, it gives a witness that we're trying to live the way Christ wants us to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking that, uh, so, you, like... Even even the evangelization part mm-hmm. um, is obviously a huge service to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about how I, I recently was reading this book, uh, Divine Renovation. Okay, it's about us this parish that went through a huge a huge renewal, um, and the pastor wrote this book explaining how it happened and you know hopefully how it can happen in other parishes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a huge huge part of it is just getting the Catholic faithful to be active in some kind of mission mm-hmm. you know and it's and it's one thing to be active in the parish like in parish life you know being an usher or a reader at mass right um that's really helpful and that can help people to be on fire for the faith as well but like it's taking it up a notch when you're actually going out mm-hmm. and and doing outreach mm-hmm. when you're actually meeting strangers or meeting people who are not expecting it or who are far from god or who are just out there in the world on the streets whatever um, and inviting them to open the door to God in their life in some mm-hmm. little way, right? Like our typical asking someone for a prayer intention and nailing it to the cross. It's it's like that experience for a Catholic. Um, it's like a make it or break it experience. You know, you like mm-hmm. it. It sets your heart on fire. It it defines what you're really there for. You know, yeah. it, it forces you to say, "Yes, my faith is real for me." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just. I'm not just a churchgoer who just goes to church and kind of half believes it. If I really believe it, then I've got to get out there and I've got to be telling people, you know? When I've seen that in the the kids that are coming, like it, it clicks, it lights up their faith, it means something for them, it's real for them, and they keep coming back. Yeah. Because it's a hard experience, overcoming yourself and coming out of yourself. But then at some moment, you they get into like their element and the rhythm. Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, I'm making a difference. This is so cool. And... And like, I don't know, I'm doing like the stories of old, you know, the missionaries who would go and something, you're kind of like falling into that same uh, legacy. 
but it, like you said, it's, uh, that's what it means. That's like making the faith my own when you can go out and step yeah. out and serve other people. And I understand my faith better when I'm putting it into action uh-huh. instead of just living it in my, in the safety of my home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's amazing. Um, and I hope that those of you who have done missions before have had the same experience where, where just doing it, you know, getting out there, overcoming the fear, getting up the courage to talk to somebody you don't know, and then seeing hearts change or seeing attitudes change just like sets you on fire. Yeah. And then when those people who are on fire can also be like directed back to their parish or something like, Hey, Mm -hmm. talk to father so-and-so about like offer yourself for something or I don't know. Oh yeah. That happens. Like there's one guy who's been going on missions with us for a little while. Um, Shout out to Eugenio. He's, uh, he's like, Hey father, I, I talked to my youth minister at my parish about the missions. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, uh, it's contagious. You know, uh-huh. once you, once you get the fire, you want to, you want to share it with other people. It's pretty cool. I think that that kind of gets back to the one thing that we wanted to, to kind of finish with was, was that idea. Like the, the one big thing that mission youth does to serve the church is forming apostles who are going to be continue to be apostles in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to continue to be a church in mission. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think that's our hope is that all of our missionaries, um, you know, regardless of where God leads them and, and where God takes them, will take with them the missionary fire. And if they're, if they've really taken it to heart and decided that they're going to be missionaries, that they'll take the experiences from, a day mission or a week long international mission or whatever, and uh, apply that everywhere they go for the rest of their life. Any, any time put into forming apostles is worth it. That's what Jesus spent his time doing. Yeah. So in mission youth, if we're forming those apostles that can serve the church in many other ways, then we're doing our job. Yeah. Bam. Bam. There you go. It's charism of Regnum Christi in a nutshell. <laughs> right? Forming apostles. That's what we want to do. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us um, in this episode. We hope you've been enriched by it and encouraged to be a missionary. Um, if this podcast has inspired you in some way, then share it, please. And check out missionyouth.com. Uh, there are more testimonies there, and you can register for missions there if you want to get involved. Um, and Mission Youth also has like tons of experiences, you know, worldwide experiences. Uh, we want to, like we were saying, spark the hearts of missionary Catholic disciples, uh, transforming them into apostles. So um, just a little note that we're only able to do that thanks to your support and your prayers. So if you want to at the website, you can also uh, put in a prayer request or um, offer prayers for us or a donation. So that's missionyouth.com is the website. Mission Youth is a 501c3 organization and all donations are tax deductible. So thanks, we're praying for you and see you on the next mission. Adios. God bless you. Bye.